0: what is going on everybody it's your boy matt hoffman and yes i almost said hoff316 because i'm back in that youtube mode but on the hoffcast you get matt hoffman you don't get hoff316 if you want hoff316 you should go over to youtube search up hoff316 and hit that subscribe button for weekly content and if you guys are listening on youtube to the hoffcast make sure you do hit the subscribe button if you're not subscribed and turn on post notifications and then a welcome to anybody else who is listening on any other platforms such as Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Anchor.fm, and Spotify. Uh, welcome to the Hoffcast. It's been five months since I've made one of these podcasts, and I'm really excited to get back into it. But another note before I start getting into some of the content, our social media accounts have changed up a little bit. I used to have... Accounts dedicated strictly to the podcast. However, all of my content for social media is being housed on my main channels. So, if it's on Twitter, look up Hoff316. On Instagram is Hoff316. On YouTube, and then also, if you guys want to check out my TikTok, it is Hoff316. You'll find some funny content there. But as I just mentioned, it has been five months since i've made a podcast and wow have things changed i'm actually looking at one of the old note sheets that i put together for that episode and i was basically explaining why i was getting back into stuff which obviously that lasted for one episode we were talking about the Fortnite world cup and all about self-care but in the notes about my update i can see that it was about roughly a month after i started my new job i'm now of over six months into my job at red bull and there's a lot to talk about with that however i might save that for another podcast because for today it's gonna be more of a simple one just to get back into it we're gonna talk about some current events that are happening talk about something related to my interests, and then as always we are going to end with a life lesson type um message at the end and i have a really good one for today because it's really relevant due to a tragic recent event with the passing of Kobe Bryant and the lesson that a lot of people took from that but something I was kind of pondering even before it happened so welcome back to the Hofcast. I'm ready and for this episode I don't actually have anything written down so we're going to do this on the fly with no notes and see how it goes so the first topic I do want to talk about is related to current events because that's how we split up this podcast we do a current event and then something related to my interest that is also somewhat current or relevant to what's going on in mainstream media or anything like that. And then we'll end with today's motivational message, which is actually YOLO. And so we'll get into that. Um, one thing I do want to explain before I get into any of the content is that I know some of you guys might have interest in one topic, maybe not another, but that is why I do have pictures of on my youtube video which means if you're done hearing about a topic or you're not as interested in one topic as you uh, would be in another one you can scroll and find the exact time stamps where i do start talking about the next topic however i do recommend that you listen to the whole thing because you'll learn a lot and it's enjoyable but if for some reason you don't and that's how you consume content i don't judge you just make sure you go scroll down and find the picture of the topic that i'll be talking about but as i said First topic is going to be current events. And what just happened yesterday on Sunday, it was Super Bowl Sunday. It was the battle between the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. And I'm not going to lie. Uh wasn't really super interesting for me i wasn't really amped to watch this super bowl as i have been in the past maybe because patrick mahomes almost made it last year and the two teams they're really good but just kind of uninteresting to me and and i was kind of a toss-up between who i wanted to win either way uh but nevertheless i ended up watching the game as most of you guys probably did as well and I have some some opinions about what happened. I watched Stephen A. talk about this on first take on who's to blame for the 49 49ers blowing their 10 point lead in the fourth quarter and ultimately losing to the Kansas City Chiefs, which, first of all, shout out to Patrick Mahomes for being the MVP and a huge shout out to the coach of the winning team. Andy Reid, well-deserved, great guy, great family man, great coach, and he finally got his chance to win the Super Bowl now a lot of people that watch that game want to point the finger as to okay whose fault was it that the 49ers lost was it jimmy g which surprisingly stephen a didn't say although he's been very skeptical of his abilities um was it kyle shanahan the head coach uh was it the defense for giving up that many points to patrick mahomes again which is like the third straight team to give up that many points in a row to patrick mahomes And I'm in agreement with Stephen A. Smith. I do think a lot of the blame does have to go directly to Kyle Shanahan. Because if you guys didn't know, Kyle Shanahan was coaching uh, the Atlanta Falcons for the Atlanta Falcons when they gave up the 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl against the Patriots and Tom Brady. And going into the Super Bowl, Kyle Shanahan did mention that he was going to use that as motivation and as a learning experience on what to do. When they played patrick mahomes and the chiefs however he didn't do anything that he was said he was going to do because they were up 10 points just came off of a uh patrick mahomes interception and instead of running the ball like they have been the entire game and this is something that tyron matthew the honey badger mentioned it at the end of the game where he said he's so happy that they didn't end up running the ball anymore was he put the ball in jimmy g's hands and was unsuccessful let the chiefs get back into the game and then ultimately ended up allowing them to win and so it begs the question you know why didn't he just go to what was working with the run game and why did he give jimmy g who you can talk about his abilities you know but when it came to this game when it mattered most he had a pass wide open down the field and he overthrew Emmanuel Sanders. He did, though, have one really, really good pass, which got called back, which was a nice little drop to George Kittle uh, at the end of the first half that got called back because of offensive pass interference. Uh, In my opinion, it was offensive pass interference. There was a shove-off by George Kittle that allowed him to get that separation, uh, which then made the score 10-10 at the end of the first half. But it was a great throw by Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, But when it came down to it, he had the last drive of the game and he couldn't do anything with it so when it comes to blame in the super bowl i would definitely go with kyle shanahan taking a majority of it although you know jimmy g showed that he couldn't show up at the end of the game and kind of throughout the game as he was asked to pass the ball a little bit more and make some plays he just didn't make them which obviously Arguably one of the best quarterbacks in the league and of all time, Patrick Mahomes, when asked to do the exact same thing, stepped up and made huge plays for his team. Now, a big topic of the game was that Patrick Mahomes had the worst game of his career and he still won the Super Bowl comfortably by, I think, 11 points. I think the final score is 31 to 20 after a nice little garbage time rush by uh, Williams for the touchdown. But he had arguably one of the worst games of his career, and yet they still won the Super Bowl without question. Which, I my opinion of Patrick Mahomes is that you know he's extremely extremely talented. Um, his head seems to be in the right place, as Max Kellerman always says. He's kind of Brett Favre with a brain, uh, which he did mention that in that game with two interceptions, he really wasn't thinking because the two balls were the second one was thrown behind his receiver. I think both of them were targeting Tyreek Hill. The other one was just straight telegraphed into the hands of Fred Warner for the 49ers. But overall, his career, three years, two MVPs, one regular season MVP, one Super Bowl MVP, and a knockout or one penalty away from making the Super Bowl his second year, which was last year, and then winning the Super Bowl in his third year. Who knows what's going to be in the future of him? But if you're asking me, is his career the start of someone who could be the greatest of all time yes of course i think he has incredible arm talent i think that he's a good leader great guy um and so i see a lot of good things for him to come and obviously he he led his team to victory uh which a lot of people said they had a really easy path they ended up playing some trash teams in the divisional round as well as the nfc championship with the titans um where they stopped uh derrick henry but hats off to patrick mahomes and the chiefs for winning the super bowl and yeah that's pretty much my take on the game and if you guys watched it you guys saw all of that stuff unfold and those are pretty much the storylines that i remember there's not really anything else that i want to talk about when it's related to that game because it's over the chiefs won again wasn't super exciting for me to watch i did watch all four quarters but it ended nfl season over and now on to the second part of this podcast which is going to be related to something that is of interest to me (laughs) now this is where you guys might skip ahead or or do whatever it is but this is the second part so there's only one more part left you guys want to know what it means to yola then you can go skip to that part but Something I did recently, and you guys, if you've been following the hoff 316 channel, have seen me get back into it, is I started playing Pokemon Go again. And this has been great for me because it's allowed me to be healthier. lets me go out and walk a lot. I mean, before the Super Bowl, I went out and walked four hours and played the game before watching the Super Bowl. And then I went, while I was down by the Santa Monica Pier, went to this kind of like bar and grill place and watched the first half of the Super Bowl, then bust home to watch the second half but it's allowed me to get out, be more active. And it's so much fun, which is weird because the last video I made about Pokemon Go was about two and a half years ago. And the title of the video was Pokemon Go is dead. Now I rewatched that video just to kind of refresh myself of why I thought that the game was dead so I could speak to it now. And for me, there was really three main reasons why I thought that the game was dead. Number one, there was just no new content. I had originally stopped playing when the wave of people who were really into it at first stopped playing as well. But then I got back into it because they released generation two and I had so much fun with it for about two months. Then they just stalled updates. The game was the exact same. There was nothing new added, which was reason number one. Reason number two was that cheating had been at an all time high. People were spoofing their locations. That's one of the ways to cheat. Uh, They were using trackers and there were more people probably cheating playing the game than there were actually organically playing the game, which was a big turnoff for me. And I just didn't enjoy it because those people were flourishing while the people who were playing in person were outnumbered drastically, which contributed to the last part of why I thought it was dead, which was the toxic community that was built. Now, I will say this. I still think that exists. I still think some of the big content creators are a little bit toxic however after i stopped playing there was an enormous release of those spoofer youtubers um, that were causing a lot of issues with the people who actually played the game and vlogged the content such as mystic seven trainer tips pokemon master holly and my mortal enemy reversal uh, which They kind of poked the bear a lot which made these content creators you know act out of character and and show their dark side and because of that the community went around that negativity and that that's what the community was built upon was negativity now i've only been back for a couple weeks and i still follow a few of them on social media and i watch some of their youtube videos but it seems to me like that side of pokemon go has settled down obviously that toxic community has probably gone somewhere else which is the big lesson i learned is no matter what in this world is created for entertainment. There's always going to be people who are toxic. It just the magnitude of, of toxicity depends on the people involved. And so for me, just kind of on the outside, cause I'm not really back into it as much as I was prior. I do see less negativity, less toxicity. However, now what I've seen way more often is just the word isn't consistency. I what's the word just like similarity between all the content creators, you can go from any of the big people who still make YouTube videos on Pokemon Go and it's the same stuff. What's the update for today? What shiny am I gonna catch? how to defeat gym battle a a gym leader or whatever it is it's pretty much all the same content and they all make the same videos so then you just have to pick which one you like most that talks about it and go from there and that's why they don't have a lot of growth and they haven't had a lot of growth on youtube for the past couple years is because they all make the same content it just depends who you want to hear it from i personally like mystic 7 and trainer tips a lot more than i like pokemon master holly or reversal but for at least pokemon master holly i understand her audience because she's really into, into Pokemon just in general as trainer tips is as well but he does string more for the Pokemon go content so I understand that but for me I'm good with the people that I watch and so I've gotten back into the game it's been great I was able to make a vlog recently and I enjoyed making it so much and just like I said I played four hours before the Super Bowl I've consistently every day been playing for about two or three hours I'll take the bus down to the San Monica Pier I'll walk around, complete challenges, look for shiny Pokemon. And to speak on the three things that I didn't like about the game and why I thought it was dead, I think they resolved the first part immensely. You come back into the game, there's all these new shiny Pokemon. Once a month, they have a community day dedicated to one specific Pokemon that they keep shiny and spawning way more often than others. So at least once a month, you have something new. Then they're rolling out these new battling systems and... Now they have the entire first, second, third, fourth, and fifth generation. Back when I quit, I'm pretty sure they only had the second generation. So it was the first and second generation, which is back in 2017, September, I want to say. So three years from now, or two and a half years from then, they now have five generations. And so there's a lot more that you can catch. There's a lot more new things added to the game. And even recently, before the Super Bowl, the reason I played for four hours is because there was a specific event for this rat type pokemon because in the chinese new year it's the year of the rat and so they had this specific rat you can get and by completing challenges you had the chance of getting shinies i ended up getting five shinies i think my shiny luck is insane if you guys want to see my shiny luck you can go check out my video on my youtube uh that i did which i caught the mythical celebi but i do talk about kind of the luck i've had and who i met um the past couple weeks playing the game But that's another aspect along with the once a month community day they've had so many other events I mean just from being back they just had this lunar event um, coming up I think they have some other events planned as well and so that state of the game is great when it comes to spoofing all of the spoofing Pokemon go content creators are off of YouTube so we're talking fsu we're talking jono plays jono plays is still on the platform however i think he switched to a new pokemon game so i don't know if they made spoofing harder or, or what the dynamic of that is but they're kind of gone and of course there are people who still spoof but it's not as glorified as going out and playing the game because the people who still play the game and i've seen this just from being out and talking to people are still alive and well they're loving it more than ever And it's great to meet those people because they're the ones who stuck with it from the beginning. They're the ones who are dedicated. They're the ones who are actually fun to walk around and play the game with. And so that's been great for Pokemon go. And then, as I said, the third piece of it being the content creators, I haven't seen much toxicity. I'm pretty sure reversal still has to be blocked. I made a a video on him exposing him, but I took it down because I'm not like that anymore. But essentially with him short story of the beef, He was going to help smaller creators um, get some exposure. He created this entire contest for it. I submitted it for the contest. He then ended up using people for money to review their channels. A bunch of people like Elijah Watts, who is now homeless, apparently, and (laughs) doesn't make Pokemon Go content anymore. Although at the time he was seen as like the Pokemon, the next big thing in Pokemon Go. Um, And then he actually played an enormous role in the making of Pokemon Master Holly, who I just saw in Vegas, the weirdest thing, walking to a hotel and I see Pokemon Master Holly and I, I approached her and I said, hey, do you remember me? And she's like, oh no, I don't know who you are. I said, Hoff sixteen, ring a bell. She had no idea. So she's forgotten about it again. It's been like two and a half years ago, but she played a huge role in the whole beef between me and Reversal. But she, he invited her to his place in Amsterdam and basically gave her all these views. And I mean, she's a good content creator, but... She he basically singled her out and helped her rise to fame while the rest of us who wanted this help wanted him to at least review our channels to see what they thought about it had no assistance so now how this relates to something that's been going on um in same world video games that w- that's a mobile game pokemon goes a mobile game if you guys didn't know uh with fortnite and i've seen this way more often just with on social media all the content creators posting their videos and and the titles of their streams and things like that but <laughs> It's now infected 100 thieves. I saw Kurz curse JD tweet this out And he said that his next stream was going to be him and cypher PK being judges on the Fortnite fashion show so right now Po- uh, Fortnite, not Pokemon Go. I'm saying Pokemon Go because they relate to each other. What's been going on is that Fortnite and Epic Games has kind of fallen into the same thing that Niantic did when they first rolled the game out, and that's they have lived off of the hype of the game, all their streamers playing it, everyone you know tweeting about it, talking about it, playing it, and now when it gets to a point where there, you have some big creators like Doctor lupus playing Tarkov and and Cloxy and all these other people are playing other games and you're seeing the popular creators start to revert to games they used to play in the past, and they're just not as interested in Fortnite anymore, their response to that is not to amp up the updates, make some big change to the game, because they know that they still have a big audience who still plays the game. They have the competitive community that is doing very well and is going to continue to play the game no matter what. But if you learn anything from Niantic and what happened with Pokemon Go, it's that the longer that you do this, The bigger the setback is when people finally turn on your game completely and getting people to come back to your game is going to take a lot more effort than just changing the map or changing the season because this season with season two um or season one fortnite two has been going on for so long (laughs) i don't know how many months has been going i don't know what they're stopping the updates for but this game is going on that that route of not making updates, you know, living off the people who are are playing competitively. Um, And a lot of the big creators, I mean, I even just saw a video about Tfue, and Tfue talks about the game being boring like every other week. But, you know, he's just talking about how they need to kick kick out this new season or they're going to start losing some even bigger names. Because, again, Dr. Lupo, um, Ninja still plays the game. Nate Hill still plays the game. Those types of guys still play the game. Um, But a lot of other creators are looking to revert and if they're not reverting now they're making fortnite fashion show content which i tweeted and i said me watching these people is it was a funny gif but it's that's what fortnite's become and this is what happened when customs came out originally it was really good clickbait for the streamers on youtube people would just say fortnite custom games and it would be like streamers hosting 15 to 20 people games that were so boring, but all the little kids enjoyed it. They wanted to be able to get in the game against their favorite streamers. So they would go and they would join discords and they would get codes and that's how they rode the wave. And now the new wave is Fortnite fashion contests. So that's where we've gotten to with Fortnite and that's how bored content creators have gone. We're now fashion shows were something that were not big, but something that were created a couple months ago by a few bigger content creators is basically when people walk through the wooden wall and then the creator is to choose if they pass or not and then all gets down all the way to a final and they and now what I saw it got way too far was when Cypher PK posted a clip of himself, and I believe it was Nick A30, or it was another big streamer, and they had some like choreographed emo dance spray combination. And they looked really intense with it. And so when I saw that, I cringed a little bit and I was like, this is not going down the right path. So hopefully Fortnite learns from what happened with Pokemon Go. Again, Fortnite is scaled up by like 50,000 compared to Pokemon Go because of the the Fortnite World Cup, the amount of creators, and the quality of creators that are in Fortnite as opposed to Pokemon Go. And so I know they're probably far away from the destruction of the game, but. They're going down a path that is not desirable. So now for the last topic of the podcast, which again, as I mentioned, the structure of these podcasts, I always leave the last part of it to be some type of motivational message, some type of life lesson you guys can take uh, to apply to your life. And some of these lessons, you can actually do a thought exercise while I'm talking, uh, which kind of makes you think about whatever I'm talking about and seeing how it applies to your life right now which i feel like is the most valuable type of you know self-reflection and looking at what's going on because you can hear something and then think about it but then when someone's actively telling you to you know slow down your thoughts and put yourself in the present and think about what's going on it takes it has a little bit more of an impact on you than if you were just again to hear something or read something online and try to apply it to your life so As I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, the topic or the life lesson for today is going to be YOLO. And so that word strikes the fear in many religious people. And yes, I am very religious. I am Catholic. And whenever you say YOLO, people are always like, no, it's not YOLO because when you die, you go to heaven and you live a second life and all this stuff. But when I say YOLO, I'm talking more in the in-world sense as far as like you really do, you know, objectively live one life on this earth. And this was something I was thinking about before the passing of Kobe, but because of what happened with Kobe, it's been kind of thrown, you know, into the eyes of the public. And and maybe some of you guys have thought about this as well, but, you know, he died at the age of 41 he didn't think his life was going to end that early and nobody knows when their day is going to come. So often in life, we can get caught in a trance, which has happened to me on multiple occasions where you're going through life. You're listening to people tell you what to do and more importantly, telling you what you shouldn't be doing or um you have an idea or a thought of where you want to go with your life and you get advice from people and they just kind of shoot you down or make you feel bad about yourself but if you take this message as you live every single day it will take you out of that trance from time to time because again life does happen you go to school you go to work you go to practice and people make you do stuff or there's going to be a consequence that you don't like you know whether it's being fired whether it's being um not getting starting time, whether it's failing or something or um, getting criticism from somebody who affects either something financially, something um, related to your grades or, you know, your starting position or anything like that. But if anything, you got to think about, you know, what Kobe had done is that he had one of the greatest careers, in my opinion, the greatest career an NBA basketball player could have ever had. He had so many accomplishments. He was starting to become you know, even better in his second career as a father, but his life was cut short on something that he could not control. And in this life, there are a lot of things you can't control. There's a lot of things that happen and you just have to react. So one thing that I found extremely useful, and I'm gonna use a funny example before I get into the real example, a funny example of, it, I think it's mindfulness. I think it's just being in the moment is i find it often whenever i go out to eat sometimes i can stop before i eat and think and say why do i actually enjoy this like i'm putting food in my mouth but like where 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 does this feeling come from and it actually takes the desire to eat away because i just feel like i'm stuffing my face with stuff that you know might taste good but then i wonder why does it taste good taste buds what are they and i put myself and it's like wow that's like a weird feeling for me You can do the exact same thing with the whole YOLO mantra. And so when I talk about reflecting on what's going on right now and looking at what you're doing, I want you to do this thought exercise where, you know, stop right now as you're listening to this and think about your life. I know I have a lot of younger audience, so this might be school related. Again, it might be sports related. You're a part of a team. It's basketball season right now, uh, swimming season, wrestling season, or you're somebody who has a career. And Honestly, think to yourself, you know, is this what I want to be doing or is this what other people tell me I should be doing? Because inherently in our society, we have a lot of norms that are given to us by our family members, by people around us where, you know what? If you're a kid, you go through high school, you get good grades, you take the SAT, which is like this all powerful thing to tell you how smart you are to get into college. Then once you get into college, you're supposed to study all the time and you're supposed to work extremely hard and you're supposed to do all of that in order to graduate with a degree. And that degree is going to get you a job in this world. And it might not be the job that you want originally, but those little jobs that you take when you graduate will eventually amass to something that you love to do and you'll make a lot of money. And then you're expected to go out, find someone to get married to, have a family, live a life, you know, and die of old age. Now, a lot of people you might get advice to or advice from will give you kind of the blanket statements as far as when you have some type of conflicting thought in your mind or conflicting decision that you have to make they'll just give you the world expected response to it well they'll tell you oh you know just stick through it you know a lot of the times this is a good example whenever um you feel uncomfortable about a certain thing because you're new to a job or you're new to a situation they're always like oh you know it's just like being the freshman man you got to get beaten up so then when you become the senior you know you can beat up on kids or whatever but i always say to that you know why not become a senior and change the way that things are to the freshman coming up to you because of what you had to go through? There really are two people types of, two types of people in this world. There are the people who were that freshman got treated horribly. And so they become the senior who takes advantage of the freshman and the life cycle continues. But then there are the people who want to make a difference in the world, who want to make it different for the people that will come after them. And They take what they went through and they use it as motivation to change the way things are moving forward and that's what an influencer is the word influencer gets thrown around in popular media nowadays because influencers are people with a lot of followers a lot of clout a lot of money a lot of fame and To the word influence they really do influence the way that people think the way that people act and people act and say stupid stuff As a result of these influencers however there is a different type of influencer somebody who does either have gone through a situation that you might have gone through um that is going through something tough on that they can relate to you those are the people who become influencers who become positive influencers influences as well in your life who can help you you know tackle life because life inherently is extremely stressful it's extremely hard But the goal of influence is to make a better life for the people to come after you. And that's why so many charitable foundations are set up, whether it's from something that someone went through as a child or something that is a passion point for someone because it's something that they witnessed when they grew up. People who have a lot of money end up making these foundations to help these kids have a better future and to educate them on a different path of life that you can take that stray away from the ones that will get you in trouble that will make you depressed, unhappy, and ultimately unsuccessful, whether it's unsuccessful in a monetary way where you're not making you know, enough money to support yourself or just unhappy or unsuccessful when you get all of this stuff and you're still empty. And so for me, just to end this podcast and end that point, I challenge you guys to attack every day and when stuff gets hard, think YOLO. And what you'll realize and what I've realized recently, is that when you think about it in that way the people that are giving you advice and the advice that you're getting in the way you're going about things the world and the situation feels you know it feels less heavy so there's not as much on your shoulders so last example i'll use this and then we will be done with the podcast don't worry this happened when i wanted to quit football So when I was a sophomore in college, if you guys had listened to my podcast recently, I think my first ever episode, which is the episode that I explain everything about my life. So if you guys want to learn more about my life, go check out that first episode after this one. Uh, The example I use is when I quit football, you know, I went back and forth with it. And when I did it, it felt like the biggest decision of my life, you know. It was going to affect the job that i got it was affect my school standing it was going to affect my social situation because i had all these friends from football but not really many outside and there were so many areas of life where i was just like if i make this decision man this is the hardest decision of my life i'm not going to be the same person moving forward now looking back at it i mean think about how many people quit that team and think about where my life is now i look back at the situation i'm like wow why did i even care that much it was plain and simple of why i should have quit I did it and it was fine. My thing about yellow though, and this is one condition because a lot of people take this advice and they just go do whatever they want to do. And then they come back and say, well, well, you told me you only have one life and you got to do what you love to do no matter what. The one piece that you also have to add with it is you have to be strategic with your plan. Being in LA, one of the biggest most common things that people do is they just get up and move out here live on someone's couch try to make it in the in the music world and the film world whatever their passion is and that's what they say is yellowing i think that there's a common ground where you can take the ideals of yolo and you know what you want to do in life and going after your dreams and your goals but also using what you already have built whether it's a support system with your family education sports, whatever it may be, to strategically use those to your advantage so that you can go about your dreams and goals more realistically and not just up and be like, I'm just going to go do this because I only live one life. And so I'm going to throw it away for the chance of doing something. The more of a foundation you create for you to go and pursue those dreams, the better. So that's my two cents, man. And first podcast episode back... I think it went well i think i talked about a lot of different stuff and i'm gonna try to crank these out whenever i have stuff to talk about that i think the reason i wanted to make this was specifically for that last point and i always like talking about the life lessons a lot more because yeah we can talk about the super bowl yeah we can talk about fortnite and pokemon go and how much fun it is but you know i feel like the life lessons are more valuable for you guys to listen to um and hopefully you guys feel the same way so We'll be cranking these out whenever I have a chance to talk about stuff. Whenever um, I can throw this together, I think this one will be a little bit over half an hour. The first couple ones I made were about an hour long, so I'm glad to cut these down in half, and make it a little more easy to consume this type of information. But this is really where my forte is. I again, I had no notes for this episode just everything coming from my heart everything coming from my mind and i think that speaking especially motivationally is something that i really enjoy doing it comes easy to me so hopefully you guys feel the same if you guys did make sure to leave a like on this video if you're on youtube um, if you guys are on any of the other platforms as i said Pocket Cast, breaker radio public google podcast anchor.fm or spotify make sure you go over to youtube type in the hofcast look at my channel it'll be the one with about 20 subscribers hit that subscribe button, turn on the bell, which is post notifications. So you guys will know exactly when these are posted. And I thank you all for watching. And uh, until next podcast, I will see you guys later.